0: We're here to look into the disappearance. There is no singing in Supernatural. jeremy greer i'm chris Mosier. and this is monster of the week the creepy but necessary podcast where chris and i are covering every single episode of the tv show supernatural and we are on episode 136 of monster of the week but we're on episode 200 of supernatural chris Yeehaw. 200 episodes Two
1: freaking hundred
0: um listeners might know that um these big like done these big huge number episodes supernatural likes to get a little weird and i think this episode is kind of poorly placed in in season 10 but Mm -hmm. i just adore it so much i don't actually care like i i am i am so weak to this this meta bullshit that i just i love it so much chris i can't i can't help it
1: yeah i've seen this episode multiple times in the past and i was worried that coming back to it now sometimes i can be a little bit cynical uh that that's how i would feel about this whole episode but now i like 100 i loved it
0: yeah it's really good uh just just like overall it's a solid like Monster of the Week plot. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's got a, a really great like B story. It's got some great meta moments. There's some really like reaction gifts out the wazoo for Sam and Dean's face oh, in yeah. this thing. Like they're just, especially Dean is just looking like, what the hell is happening with my weirdo life?
1: And it's just one of those great episodes where we get to see Sam and Dean being a little bit of like a fish out of water, and yep. we get to see them through other people's eyes. Which yep. I've said a million times how
0: much I love that. Really fun. Um, Um, And there's an explosion There's a Gallagher explosion on stage Which I'm always here for I don't think Gallagher has ever been funny But boy do I like smashing watermelons (laughs) with a sledgehammer So here we go
1: Here we go people
0: Before we get into our uh, scene by scene coverage of the episode I want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com Slash monster of the week They donate a couple of bucks per month And get stuff like access to our uh, super cool discord server Where recently we learned that somebody stabbed themselves in the lips Trying to lick a knife So you can hear those kind of stories (laughs) Not, that's going to remain nameless. But that's going to be a Patreon uh-huh. exclusive knowledge, yeah. but you know who you are and congratulations. <laughs> I hope you're not laughing too hard that it hurts your lip from where you cut it. Um, <laughs> you also get a bunch of exclusive podcasts. Uh, we've got, we're almost finished with uh, our don't give up space cowboy, which is our cowboy bebop uh, series. We're going to be starting a series on um, we, have we already announced that? Have we talked about that?
1: We talked about the name of it, but I don't know if we said what it was actually about. Should we, are we going to announce it? Should we just say it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, once we wrap that up, our, our next like recurring podcast that we're going to do is going to be called um, Haunted by Ghost. And we're it's going to start out covering the recent Netflix series, The Haunting of Hill House. So we're going to yeah. do episode by episode coverage of that, and I'm real excited about that.
1: Yeah, can look forward to that. I think probably what September, October. That'll be a uh, more of a fall. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah,
0: absolutely. So we we're gonna we, get, we need to finish up bebop, and we want to wrap up some uh, listener suggestions, and then man, if we could if we could time that to hit on you know Halloween, right? Like that's that's the yeah. that's the way to do it. I never thought about <laughs> so, that. but That's the way to just, do I it. Just
1: set the, by saying it on the podcast, I just turned the timer <laughs> you, on. We you have, have get, literally just going. committed
0: us to doing that. So great. <laughs> whoops perfect uh but thank you to everybody that does do that and um if you were considering doing it we would really appreciate it patreon.com slash monster the week chris can you catch me up with what's been happening in season 10 so far
1: i'll do my best you know i wrote this road so far before watching the episode and this episode is such a love letter to the show and to the fans that i kind of wish uh i had done that here but i didn't so here we go (laughs) last time on supernatural sam and dean thought their lives were simple save a person hunt a thing Business as usual, but the, but the, when they one day discovered that their lives were the source of a series of pulpy novels by a man named Carver Edlund, the Chesters' lives took a turn for the weird. Because Edlund, aka Chuck, wasn't just a bad writer scribbling about windigos, nipple play, and gigantic darks. No, this fellow was a prophet of the Lord, to say the least. But that's a problem for another road. So far, for now, Sam and Dean are still haunted by their stories going public to a fandom that just
0: won't let go. Extremely nice. Um, so we're covering season ten, episode five, fan fiction. This was written by Robbie Thompson, directed by Phil Zagrysha. This aired on November eleventh, twenty fourteen, directly in between your and my birthday. It's like it's like the zenith between yeah. our birthdays. Weird. Did you watch this one live? Were you watching live at this point? No, you had, you had kind probably, of fall off by this point, right? I yeah. probably did
1: watch this one live. I think I'm. I mean, maybe not like at nine o'clock or whatever when it aired, but probably that night. I remember being like pretty excited to find out what it was going to be like and and i was also assuming that sam and dean were gonna sing in the musical i think that i think Mm -hmm. the approach they went with is a little bit better
0: um the description for this one is supernatural celebrates its 200th episode when sam and dean investigate the disappearance of a teacher they are stunned to see the school is putting on a musical based on their lives familiar familiar faces abound in this milestone episode um i like i said at the beginning really like this episode like i think I think the meta stuff is, is, can be hit or miss with people, uh, just based on things that I have seen out there. But, boy, they cram so much like love about the supernatural cont- continuity and, and canon into this. And outside of a couple of like jabs at the fandom, which I never like when they do, because why would you do that to your fans? Like, why would you ever call your fans out for stabbing themselves out the their mouth? <laughs> it's just the wrong thing to do. You should it. It's the it. wrong thing to do. Um, but besides, out of a few, besides a few things like that, like, I think this, this episode just really works.
1: Yeah, it feels like even when they call it out at the very end of it, like when, like, spoilers, when Dean is like, hey, you have yours and I have mine. Like, that's totally fine, um, which hopefully came off the right way, because I thought it was a nice gesture. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I, I don't know. So we yeah we start off with the um, with the cold open being dress rehearsals for
0: oh did you not Supernatural you, play? You're not getting the then, are you not anymore? You're not getting the then statements. I'm not
1: getting the then because you're on Netflix
0: and I'm I'm using dirty pirated Blu-ray rips, which I own. Oh, no. I own the I own the Blu-ray rips, so don't <laughs> you just I'll, don't want to have to get them out? <laughs> I just yeah I don't. Who wants to put a disc in like a thing? No, I just hit the remote control uh the then is literally just a two second thing of somebody typing supernatural and then it says pilot and it says created by eric kripke and then it goes immediately into now and that's that's they... fucking bullshit why did i have to miss that uh, man you're missing all the good stuff you're gonna have to start youtubing this stuff like this you is all tubing it dude just tube that shit bro i'm gonna have to tube it dude tube um it. and then we go into the the dress rehearsal
1: <clears throat> yeah when we we learned very quickly that it's small all-girls school mean um, we learned very quickly that only the director of the play, like the student director of the play, she's the only one really who cares about Supernatural.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very obvious that she's really into it in her own way. Yeah. And like the rest of these actors, or I guess actresses or whatever, are are just kind of like, yeah, well, like whatever. Because the very first scene is her calling a halt to the scene and berating the actress playing Dean for not wearing the samulet. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, I know we've talked about this amulet on the podcast before. Um, and how it was like a big deal with the, with the fans. And when Dean threw it away, that was an even bigger deal and they demanded it come back and all this other stuff. Um, do you ever remember it being called the Samulet? <laughs> I don't think it's ever certain, it's certainly never in the show. Chris, I but hate I it. Think, I, hate I hate it, it so too. much.
1: It's right up there with, with uh, I don't know, ass butt and Baby. I'm like, I hate it now. I it's, hate
0: it now. It's, it's <laughs> right up there with Baby for me. Like, ass butt, I can uh-huh. get behind, you know, I, 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 I'm i kind of with ass that. butt's fine. Yeah, ass butt's Samulet fine. and Baby just miss me with all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Um... But the drama teacher, uh, who is supposed to be over- overseeing this whole thing, is basically like, you know what? This is all horrible. I hate this. I'm going to go to the principal, and I'm going to tell him we're shutting this place down. Um, and then she, like, stumbles outside and is, like, guzzling down these drinks. And I'm like, wow, it's- I guess it's, like, easy to keep your job as a private school yeah, teacher, huh?
1: I don't know. Her divorce hit her hard. apparently. Um, I-, I noticed this, like, near the end of the episode, so I'm just going to point it out now, that it's Marie, right? That's the, the lead girl here?
0: That's the director's name, yes.
1: she. Is like almost exactly Max Fisher from the movie Rushmore, the wes Anderson movie. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you've seen that. Mm -hmm. I like I've seen that movie a hundred times, and I don't know how. i Like the glasses, the attitude, the hat, the school uniform. I don't
0: know if you've seen. Have you seen Bottle Rocket? Like have you seen his Have you seen his first movie? Yeah, I've seen Bottle Rocket. (laughs) Who is this man? Who is this man? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking out hipster Uh, me, motherfucker. Let's go. (laughs) No, but I thought that. How did I have you seen Rushmore? I don't know. I don't know how popular that movie is. <laughs> Dude, I have this I have a great underground movie called Fight Club. You're never gonna believe the shit that happens in it. I don't know. Just cause Bill Murray's in
1: it. I don't know. <laughs>
0: i'm sorry um please continue no i just
1: i never i never occurred to me that like oh that's like probably who this girl's supposed to be she looks so much like him
0: yeah yeah i was uh i was digging into some trivia on this stuff because i wanted to find every single available reference that i could uh, and i wanted to actually confirm something that i picked up on that i thought was too insane for the show to do and it was actually real um but yeah, that's apparently Robbie Thompson was like into Rushmore and wanted to do that as kind of a, a tribute. So Oh,
1: that's fun. Yeah. That's fun.
0: Um, so this teacher is drinking and she's ranting on her phone about these kids um, just being like not doing just doing <laughs> stupid play stuff. And then being, she just
1: did the fucking supernatural.
0: And then and then like a, 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 some vines come out of a bush and grab her and pull her into the bush. And now she's gone. She's disappeared.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this lady reminds me of my creative writing teacher in high school who. Was like, okay, guys, you can write whatever you want, but listen, I don't want Star Wars fan fiction, and I don't want sword fights. And I was like,
0: oh, uh. uh, damn, called uh, out. Uh, <laughs> what Jesus. am I supposed to? Did write? she did she read your live journal that morning?
2: Uh, like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs>
0: uh. Oh man. So
1: yeah, we get a um, she gets taken away by plants or something, and sure. then we get our our splash screen, which of course is like their like stage sign for supernatural, and mm-hmm. then they're like oh it needs some more and she makes like a sound effect in her mouth and then we we see every single splash screen that the show has ever had which like i don't like, in in the wrong in the wrong light all of this could be annoying but yeah. like I, w- I think at this moment i was just like oh man that's great yeah <laughs>
0: it's it's very much like uh i mean like I, I don't mind that at all like it doesn't take long um, it's neat seeing a lot of those because they included yeah. like the one offs, like the, uh, Metatron one. And they included the one off, like the cake exploding. Like they did all of the weird ones that they would do throughout the various seasons. And it was just kind of cool seeing all those like slammed together like that. Yeah. um, um. So, Dean, we go to Dean, who is... Classic um, Dirty Dean. I love I love Dirty Dean working on the Apollo. Uh, he's just <laughs> he's just getting down on the Apollo. And does he look way more shredded than usual? Like, he is especially he, hunky in this scene, right? He looks
1: right? sliced. It's because he's oiled up. Literally, he's got motor oil all over
0: him. Is it because, like, we very rarely see Dean's arms? Like...
1: I think that that's a big part of it. When was the last time you saw more than his like? When was the last time you saw above the elbow on this dude? Never. It's I mean, been hardly, like four seasons. Like,
0: the only only when he's showing off the mark of Cain, and even then, that's yeah. elbow down. So like, you're so right. what we got going on
1: here is we got exposed arms. He we he, they're they're oiled up, so there's the definition, and mm-hmm. he clearly just like he he did some quick benches, he did some quick curls some before, reps. and then he, he's doing some and reps. he's flexing the entire time, oh, yeah. ripping the hood of
0: that Impala, mm-hmm. and you know yeah, he's looking sliced, dude. He's looking tight. He's he's looking pretty good on this. Uh, Sam wakes up. He stumbles out with some classic Sam bedhead. Um, Where,
1: he's got he's got bad hair, and he looks he's just lanky. He looks like my hair sometimes. Whenever Sam's hair looks like my hair, I'm like, "Yo, buddy, cut it."
0: <laughs> what are you doing? Um, <laughs> did you just wake up or did you just get knocked out? I can't tell the difference. <laughs> he's
1: wearing a weird V-neck sweater. I'm like, "Dude, what is <laughs> or Sam? What are you wearing, buddy?"
0: But uh, doesn't matter. He wanders out, and Dean's like, "Yo, found a case," and and Sam is like, "Really." And Dean's like, yeah, this teacher disappeared. And Sam says, I, I mean, that doesn't sound anything like us. It's, and Dean's like, it doesn't not sound like us. Like yeah, Dean just wants yeah. to fucking work. Like that's like all of this stuff that we had the last episode about taking a break and you know kissing through your grief and all that other stuff. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just like all all Dean wants to do is go out and hunt uh, and hunt.
1: Yeah, uh, that's the only thing that feels normal to him. And like, as fucked up as that is, and like when you like take a big picture look, but for like Dean Winchester, that is his his life like that's what he's always known so going back into those regular patterns it's like if i went through a traumatic life event and then was finally going back to work because like i'm used to working that's what i do every day i go to my mm-hmm. job um i'm just like, hey, just trying to get back in my normal routine well dean's normal routine happens to be hunting so yes. this is him just trying to be normal uh yeah and they they do the classic we've got work to do impala trunk shot
2: mm-hmm
0: very cool to see um, that that come to life again. Like there's yeah. a lot of things that are just like references back to previous episodes of Supernatural and callbacks that I can really appreciate. Like there's, it's mm-hmm. just like I, like I like this shot. Like this shot is good, right? Yeah. Like they it's don't do it. Shit. They don't do it every single episode. Or you'd hear me complaining about it. But every once in a while they show it, and I'm like, hell yeah, let's get it, let's do it,
1: let's do this, boys. Oh yeah, but now we're back to the school. Yes, um, Sam's hair looks better when he's got the suit on. That was that was my first note. Okay. In this area. Cool. I think you know it's, go, it's going from that V-neck sweater to uh, just a, the full suit. It, it did a lot for his hair.
0: Um they we also have this conversation where sam is like oh it's because well, they, they found out it was a drama teacher and, and dean is like oh theater kids sam's like i was a theater kid and dean's like yeah i know you were a theater kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and we also found out that he played tech in oklahoma which yeah, I thought was very yeah. funny yeah
1: like you just ran tech You yeah. weren't even in the fucking play.
0: as a as a guy who ran tech on a on yeah. a play at one point yeah i feel you sam <laughs> sam winchester it's just the only time i've ever identified with sam winchester in 200 <laughs> episodes so
1: um <laughs> So they, they walk in to go, like, talk to the kids about this, this play, uh, and they just stumble upon, like, instantly a musical rendition of
0: their lives. Yes. They've got a young girl playing Bobby, who is practicing her idiot delivery, um, which I think she did it better than um, uh, Garth a couple yeah. of seasons back. She was nailing it. <laughs> um, and then we have a young woman playing Castiel um, doing the ass butt line, which is, is, is a yeah. lot of fun
1: um and then we is that yeah this is when the song kicks in and because they're like looking around like wait what the fuck and they look over like what the fuck (laughs) and then the song starts and it's like i think it's the road so far is the name of the song um and it's just like they've got like mary on the ceiling and everything they're just doing the whole the whole nine
0: it's so good um I'll, i'll this is this is our first introduction to the music in this episode um these tracks were all written by Supernatural staff, from what I understand, uh, according to the the Wikipedia page. Uh, they are all very catchy and very good. They're all good, man. Like, um, they're good. <laughs> I will probably like throughout this episode, like drop these musical markers in, just so you guys could hear it, because I think it's too good not to include in the podcast.
2: John and Mary, husband and wife, bringing brand new
0: carry on my wayward son version at the end it didn't make me cry this time chris i think i've seen it too much i think i it didn't, it yeah. didn't but it, but i was i close. kind of
1: expected it to make me cry but it didn't you didn't quite get there i was close um, i was super close yeah. it I, and it's funny because i mean sam makes a joke here about um how he's like like really like carrying my wayward son like i don't give a shit about that song um and marie and dean are both like dude really it's a great song yeah um, at
0: the same time it's a classic like
1: <laughs> yeah and i was almost with sam there like it's not like i dislike carry on my wayward ton obviously we use it as like our intro and it's part of the show but at the same time i'm just like yeah i'm over it you guys it's been fucking 15 years i'm over it i don't want to hear that song anymore yeah but then then they do this version of it and i'm like oh for real <laughs> oh <okay." laughs> oh they got me they fucking oh, they got, got me, me. <laughs>
0: Um, there's also a cool scene where Sam and Dean are thrusting out their FBI badges like they always do, and the camera turns to the the girls playing Sam and Dean, and they're doing the exact same thing. And Sam's like stopping Dean from doing it, so yeah. they don't realize how 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 uh, bad they're being aped. Uh, all this stuff is is really really funny. It's Dean blurting out, "There's no singing in Supernatural." <laughs> like yeah. just
1: he like, just can't control himself. <laughs> like they just don't know what they're so thrown off their guard because as much as we can make fun of the fact that like they never act like actual FBI. And there's no way that they'd ever be able to get away with any of the things they do. But there, it doesn't matter. For the show, this is such an easy, comfortable thing for Sam and Dean to slip into. They have pretended to be these guys so many times. It doesn't matter. And then they walk in here and they, they're confronted with all of this. And they're so flustered. And Sam is like, Special Angel, Agent Smith, this is my partner, uh, <laughs> Special Agent Smith no relation like he just immediately runs out of ideas it's uh
0: it's it's really funny and especially because like the song um which like the lyrics are something like you know john and mary husband and wife are bringing a new baby back to life or something and then like his name is sammy i'm big brother dean and like dean's yeah. face while this is happening <laughs> is so- hysterical like just looking at sam like what the fuck is happening right now it's really good they're
1: just they're just so flummoxed
0: they don't know what to do they're extremely flummoxed that's a good word for it um (laughs) so they tell sam and dean that the teacher was pretty much a drunk and sam and dean decide to split up dean's going to look for cursed objects with the uh director and dean's going to go with the director's assistant whose name is Mave. Maeve good job yes. um and he's gonna he's gonna search out ghosts with using emf which he doesn't actually do like i don't ever no. see him with the emf detector of this but that's fine um,
1: um yeah so sam is um sam he's a little bit like if seems like at first he's a little bit taken by this like he kind of thinks it's cool um even though they've always hated like their the stories of their lives being retold or whatever you could tell he's just kind of like he, he's kind of gets wrapped up in like the theater like production of it all um, which don't worry, Dean's going to get there. <laughs> um, oh, yeah.
0: Dean, but yeah, um, um, Dean spots the the Sam and Dean actresses practicing the BM scene. And that's going to introduce mm-hmm. us to our running the joke. Bowel and, movement scene? <laughs> the bowel movement scene, which apparently is based on a real thing. Like Robbie Thompson, like went on his first day on set, like they said, Oh, this is the BM scene. And he was like, excuse me. And like, so he had to be explained. So I <laughs> thought that was kind of funny. Um, and he's like, why are they standing so close? And he's, she's like, well, you know, subtext. And he's like, they're brothers. Like, obviously <laughs> I, and again this, you know, we're not huge supporters. We're not supporters. of have wincest here at all. Like, I don't want to, I don't really care about seeing that or reading it. Like good on you. If you do it and you like it or whatever, like I'm not into <laughs> incest in general, <laughs> I <don't> um, <laughs> but I like it, it's this comment. And then there's one later in the, in the episode where they kind of jab at the fans a little bit. And I'm like, you know, if they're keeping it cool, like let them keep it cool. And I don't know. Supernatural fandom is not known for keeping it cool, so like maybe they have a reason. But I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Does maybe.
1: this feel a little a little weird to you or, or no? Um, I I mean they they've done these jokes before, More yes. than Brothers.net, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's we've we've been here before. So in a way, I was surprised to see them come back to it. Like when they do the Destiel thing, like that made a little bit more sense because that hadn't really been a thing yet back then, um, or not you know something for the show to comment on. Um, but uh. I was surprised. I mean, it the destiel thing makes sense for for Sam to tease Dean about. You know what I mean? But they mm-hmm. didn't need the, um, the the I don't know this whole scene. It's not fest. like overly offensive or anything. Not like at that,
0: all. But. Not at all. I just I just like to you know when they when they do these meta episodes and they specifically like like kind of basically flip a middle finger to the fans in some cases. I'm like, come on, y'all! Like these are the people that make the show. Like they, they're the reason that you still like the reason the show is popular is because these right. people are writing crazy shit about you. I saw today that. um on AO3 that like the number of Destiel fanfics is higher than any other ship by something like 20,000 pieces of fiction.
1: God damn. (laughs) Like it's crazy, dude. People love those two boys together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um,
0: so Sam starts asking the assistant. Um, they're in the like tech booth, like if she's ever heard any weird noises during the filming, and she like starts moving the sliders up with spooky sounds. Like she's got a she's yeah. got a soundboard that's just. Ooh. She's
1: just so like nonplussed by yes. Sam. Like she mm-hmm. just doesn't have time for this old man. Like she I, I doesn't love it. Care. absolutely love it. Um, um, she's great. Their relationship is great throughout. The same thing with Marie and, and Dean. Also, Marie said the, the cursed baby here, and I wrote hate, 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 yeah, hate true. like 25 mm-hmm. times into my notes. Um, I don't know why that bothers me so much. Um, it just really gets under my skin, calling it baby. I, I don't know. It just, it's like, it just seems super weird. And that's like when I joke about saying gaming and gamer, that is also just something about those expressions are super weird to me because I go, yeah, I like, I like playing video games. I don't say I like gaming. I don't know something about it. Just, it doesn't compute for me. It just
0: sounds yeah. weird. It's like saying just Dean saying like, and Sam instead of Sam and Dean. Like it just doesn't sound weird.
1: <laughs> Yeah. And saying that's my baby. Calling his car my baby makes sense. In yes. My, in my yeah. brain. Calling like, the car calling, baby. But just saying that's Bad. baby. Yeah. Don't like it. I don't. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting mad. We
0: got to move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> did we explain that the BM scene is not. Vowel movement. It's, it's boy melodrama. We did mention boy that, melodrama. Right? Okay, cool. Yes, yes. And it's the scene that we all know at the end. At the end of a, of a of a hunt, you know, the boys having a beer and, and and talking over their feelings.
1: Yeah, while sitting on the hood of the Impala, just drinking. Nothing wrong here. Sam is splayed with the newspaper open and his shoes off.
0: Um. So, the assistant leaves Sam in the room and says, "Don't touch anything." And then he immediately starts playing with the lights, much to the distress of people like actually practicing on stage. Yeah. Dean arrives at the teacher's room and finds a giant robot head uh, which the which Marie tells him is like oh yeah that's from act 2 it's like there's no robots there's no space in supernatural and she's like yeah but like this is a transformative work like there's right. there's you know this this can be anything so I wrote a, a better act 2 I didn't want to leave it at the end of swan song uh, so I I wanted so I added robots and ninjas and tentacles and all this other stuff and he's like oh and then she says, and then Dean turns into a woman for a few scenes. And he's like, what? What is yeah,
1: happening? What? <laughs> Excuse
0: me? Um, yeah, she doesn't like the end of Supernatural.
1: She doesn't like where it was left off. So Dean's like, okay, lady, there's no robots or any of this shit. But let me tell you what really happens. I have the unpublished, unpublished uh, manuscripts of like the, you know, the, the secret shit. I got the secret sauce. And then Dean gives us a rundown from season six to nine. And I wish that I had wrote all this down. Because he says it with such pride, in a way that they never talk about what they've done before. Because yes. they so v- like very rarely mention the things that have come before. I don't know if they just don't want to like distract audiences or confuse list- or watchers or whatever. Um, but they they so seldom do it, and and him to just go through like, well, Sam uh, lost his soul, and then I did this. And I went to Purgatory, and Cass took in Leviathans, and Sam did the Godtra. The way that he says it all the way that he spells it all out how he says he becomes a knight of hell like it's like this point of pride um <laughs> he says all of these things in a way that just makes the winchester sound like they fucking rule because they do and it's nice to get a little reminder of it but she is just like yo that sucks dude whoever whatever fan fiction bullshit you're reading it sucks ass
0: the uh also knight of hell did we know that did i just miss that I- that demon, he was just a demon thing. right like and he yeah. was never fully demon so it seems like dean's like puffing himself up a little bit here like maybe maybe right he doesn't, he doesn't,
1: yeah i n- it was never confirmed as far as i'm aware okay cool okay cool All i right. i like the idea of him canon being a knight of hell i also like the idea of him canon pretending that he was because he thinks it sounds better
0: yeah absolutely either, either one is fine with <laughs> either me one like, I'm, I'm, fine I'm totally with okay with <laughs> um he then dean then spots the uh dean and castiel actors and they're like hugging and holding hands and he's like is that in the show and she's like no that was, that's just a real life couple like they're just together uh-huh. uh which like supernatural is just you know casual like oh there's an lgbtq couple on, on the screen like but we're not going to deal with them at all is, is always kind of weird right. and i wish they would do more with that whatever um and then she's like but we do explore the, the subtext of destiel in act two and and Dean is like, Destiel? And like, has to have that explanation. And then he yeah. literally, in an he unscripted looks- <laughs> moment, Jensen Ackles looks at the camera and is like, and like rolls his eyes almost. And I'm like, wow. I didn't know that
1: was unscripted.
0: <laughs> totally unscripted. Yeah. There's a tweet from uh, Robbie Thompson who was like live tweeting the episode. And he's like, yeah, that was totally unscripted, everybody. We, we left it in the episode. And I was like, wow. That's okay, really funny. Cool. That's
1: really funny. I didn't know that that was uh, unscripted. Um, I mean, I can-, I can imagine
0: Dean doing that yes absolutely uh i mean dean would not like if you dean's if you, not comfortable with his relationship with castiel he's not like he hasn't he has not figured this stuff out yet like he's kind like he's he's scared of his feelings right like it's yep. he's yeah
1: um so let's see <laughs> outside i like that sam is like uh i mean what about sam steel why isn't that a thing <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his biggest concern. Is like, wait, 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 wait. Where's my ships? <laughs> Where's my ship? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have Jerry he actually like it had that mo- like because you know Destiel is so big. If he's like, why does anybody want me to fuck anybody? God damn, yeah. I want to fuck yeah, people. Why <laughs> does everybody want me to fuck Gabriel? He's not as hot as Misha. <laughs> Sorry,
1: Richard. Sorry, Richard. <laughs>
0: um, while all this is happening, I noticed, and um, and this is a weird pull, uh, but and I, I, I like on the door from that leads into the auditorium there's an advertisement for a pancake sale that the school is doing to raise money okay. and it's saint alfonso's pancake breakfast which is a very famous frank zappa song and i'm like okay <laughs> there they, they can't be doing that and then i hit the wikipedia and sure enough it was like literally a direct reference to frank zappa and i was like oh okay cool that's really weird <laughs> that's super strange but i was proud of myself for picking up on the on the zappa yeah good
1: i didn't even notice that um i didn't even notice the sign to begin with
0: Sorry, um, that evening, one of the actors is uh, yelling. Is basically in a fight with Marie because uh, she says yeah. that uh, Marie is adding too much non-canon stuff to this to the play. And she's not <laughs> yeah, really this down girl's for that. Strict canon, <laughs> strict canon only. Uh, also, like, kind of feels like maybe a jab at some of the fandom a little bit, but whatever. Um, it doesn't feel mean spirited that much. But Marie and the, the, me and her fight, and then she says she's going to the principal to get the whole thing shut down. Which girl? Like, that seems a little excessive. Maybe you could just yeah, leave the play. Like <laughs> what are you doing? Don't be a, don't be a dick. Um, on her way, though, uh, a, a scarecrow pops out and Uh-oh. grabs her. And Marie runs out and sees the scarecrow, like, grab her and pull her behind a trash can. But by the time she gets over there, all she finds is a flower on the ground. Um, whoops. That's a bad. That's um, a bad. So thing. later,
1: later, Sam and Dean are examining the the evidence or whatever gathered from the from the crime scene. Um and that same flower was found near both disappearances with the teacher first and now with this girl I think her name's Maggie. Um so they ask Marie what happened to Maggie uh and she of course tells them like I mean you're not going to believe me because the cops didn't we've heard that one before. Um but I, a scarecrow took them and it was the same scarecrow that we are using in our show. Um so which Sam is, based is on like a,
0: on a local legend so.
1: Yes, it's it's her own version of like a scarecrow myth which is kind of cool it's a nice little twist like it's it's a yep. nice like throwback to when the show was literally the urban legend show exactly um good. and sam who gets you can tell he he's, he's his nipples are hard as he's about to be like oh
0: man <laughs> sam loves about, te- sam loves telling people about the life man he loves it loves
1: it dude he, lives he loves giving the, the speech shit. he loves he it flexes the whole time he does it oh
2: man um, so good. he's like
1: all right we're about to give this speech it's all real and these guys are looking at each other, like, nudging each other. A couple chums about to be like, and get this. Thinking they're Those about to blow these, de-
0: these, these de- teenage girls' minds. The Chesters are at it again, Chris. The Chesters, the Chesters, Chesters are at it again.
1: Are at it again. Boys will be boys right now. I know that expression is very problematic. But when they're just goofing about, it's okay. Uh, the Chesters are at it again. And he's like, wait till you get a load of this. Me and him, these two fellas right here that you're looking at, yeah, we're the Chesters. Sam and Dean Winchester.
0: and these two they're, girls just burst out laughing. Just yeah. completely burst out laughing. Like it's the funniest thing they ever heard. And they're like, No, 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 no. First up, you guys are way too old to be Sam and Dean. Like maybe a rufus yeah. and Bobby. And I'm like, oh god damn. Oh, like brutal. As somebody who's As somebody who is like Jensen's age, I am owned. Mm-hmm. I am owned through, <laughs> from four years ago, Chris. Owned. owned.
1: so hard. It's not even funny. <laughs>
0: um and they're like,
1: fuck it, fine, yeah. Or FBI. Or FBI hunters. And they're like, oh, like X Files. Like, yeah. Fucking fine, that show. Yeah, yes. we're X-Files.
0: Let me get happy. <laughs> oh, the man. goddamn Chesters. The, the Chesters bungle another one, Chris. They just bungle the it all
1: Chesters over. The Chesters bungle another one, boys. <laughs> Wrap it up. The Chesters have bungled this one.
0: <laughs> they touched all the blood on the, screen to see, on, the, on the scene to see if it was hot. They messed up the evidence again. <laughs> they messed up
1: all the blood
0: yet again. So uh, Marie tells them about the local legend of Scarecrow. They think it could be a tulpa. And, um, you know, they say, oh, well, the tulpa is a prop and it's so terrifying. We hide it in the boiler room. And Sam's like, well, I've got this flower. And I I love this line from Sam because it's a classic It's a classic Sam line. Mm-hmm. Sam's like, I think mm-hmm. I've recognized this from in the lore somewhere. I mean, just from the lore. From, no, from- no. In the lore. Not from the lore. <laughs> I recognize it from in the lore somewhere and i'm like yeah from a book you mean or from a from no. a church basement is that what you're saying from a, from a church basement,
1: <laughs> basement maybe from an obscure college campus maybe but more than likely there's dean had a different kind of connection with john winchester so he calls it Dad's diary. Sure, Sam calls it the lore. He
0: calls it just the lore book. Yeah, not even the lore yeah. book. Like, it's you know what? It feels like calling. If you're going to call Dad's diary the lore, like then I guess we can call him the Impala Baby at the same time. Like if we're uh, just gonna, if well, things are just gonna have bad names in the show from now on, like if that's what like, our lives are like.
1: It's like when I say I'm reading it. Sometimes I'll say I'm reading Stephen King's It to make you know that way you it, it just flows a little bit that way you know what I mean more specifically. Um, so he he would call it John Winchester's the lore. It's getting worse. Things are getting... <laughs> the Chester's bungled in again, boys!
0: <laughs> so Dean goes to the boiler room. Um, he he takes the cover off of the terrifying scarecrow, and it's just a normal scarecrow. Like, this was a weird com- comedic beat that I I didn't... Like, I see what they were going for, I just don't think they landed it pretty... Landed it at all. Um, like, the girl is obviously terrified of this thing, and Dean is just like, nah. And, like, I, the viewer is not terrified of it either, so it's kind of weird. Uh, but they yeah. they burn it anyway. Um, and when they go upstairs, they find out, oh you didn 't really actually have to burn it burn it because it 's not a tulpa. The flower represents Calliope, the goddess of poetry, so it 's a mm-hmm. god thing, not a not a tulpa thing um yeah. and essentially, the whole deal which Sam learns from in the lore, uh, in the lore is, yeah is that Calliope sends a a i guess a like a champion or something to make sure mm-hmm. that the show will happen to make sure that whatever piece of art is being created will be finished. And, of course, the only two people that we've seen be kidnapped so far are people that were trying to shut the show down. Um, yes. And then after the show is over, Calliope will show up and eat the author. So, mm-hmm. you know, our girl Marie, terrified. <laughs> yeah, things are not, uh, not
1: working out for her. So they, they can't just, like, go and, and kill Calliope then. The only way that they can get her to reveal herself is essentially that the show must go on. They have to unfortunately kind of put Marie in the hot seat here. She's just going to go and do her thing. Otherwise they're not going to be able to kill the bad thing and, and save the people. If they try to stop it, Clyde is is going to come for them. So like, wait, then that makes anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, the, they're, they're going to have to go through with this so that the boys can kill her. Um, that's very scary to Marie, but she's she's going to handle it.
0: And she, she does because, uh, Even though she's freaked out at first, she's breathing in a paper bag. Um, Dean and Sam are like what do we do with this this teenage girl who's having an anxiety attack basically and Sam's like I'll go, I'm will i going see you later <laughs> and just literally like leaves and then Dean's like oh shit I have to give this woman a, a pep talk and so mm. sits down and is like you know you gotta you, you have to believe this is your vision you have to believe it and all with all you've got and you have to do it and, and you have to trust us that we can protect you and she's like absolutely and you know my sweet baby boy Sam Winchester wouldn't my back sweet, down either
1: brave selfless Sam brave Selfless um, Sam. uh There's nothing he can't do. Indeed <laughs> is like, yep yep. No, I'm I fucking out. totally get it. Uh, Sam Chester bungles it again. um So, I I thought that this scene was kind of nice with with her because he's like, hey, just because I don't believe in your interpretation doesn't mean that you shouldn't believe in it. You should believe in it with all of your heart. You should put all of your passion behind this. Which is like, it's it contradicts every time that they're poking fun of the fandom. Um, it seems like this is saying like, hey, yeah. Maybe it's not the way that we see it, but it, it matters to you, and that's important. And you should continue uh, believing in that and, and pursuing that if it makes you happy.
0: And uh, this inspires her to take over the role of Sam in the play itself. <laughs> so it's no, she is no longer just the writer and the director; she's the writer, director, and actor. And she,
1: she puts on a wig.
0: <laughs> she grabs her wig from her one woman orphan black show last year, which yeah. Matt had to be excruciating. Um, <laughs> and have you ever have you ever watched any of that show?
1: No, I'm aware of what it is. Yeah, but yeah. Like, no, I haven't. Seen it's it.
0: extremely good until it just starts kind of crawling up its own ass, and then it's like, okay, well, I'm done with this. I can't, yeah, I can't get back yeah. into it. We watched like three seasons, and I'm like, oh, okay. There's a guy now, and I'm, I'm done with that. Um, so it's time for the play. Uh, she yeah. puts on the wig. People are filing in the auditorium. Um, Dean is kind of walking through and is looking at everybody's costumes. Um, Sam shows up just holding two big ass wooden stakes and they're trying to hide no it. Big deal. No big deal. NBD NBD. They're uh, in like
1: classic supernatural outfits right now. These are like, they dropped the suits, school. right? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, and it's not even just like, Oh, they're wearing like season 10 outfits. Like Sam's got his, like his old, like tan jacket on his beige jacket. Um, that he used to wore all season one and season two, whatever. Dean, Obviously he can't wear his leather jacket, but like they're in old wardrobe. Uh, and I've seen those early seasons 8 million times. So it's like, as soon as I saw that, it took me back to younger Sam and Dean. And I thought that was a nice little nod.
0: And uh, Dean asked the question, like, as he's looking out at all these characters, he says, where's Chuck? And Marie says, you know, I'd, I I just I, I kind of hate the meta story. i, do, I hate the author insertion <laughs> stuff. And as soon as she says I kind of hate the meta story, Sam and Dean at the same time to chime in with like me too <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is <yeah. laughs> very meta and it's very good. Like mm-hmm. I, that's that's good shit right there. I love it. It's a good way to address it, yeah. Um Dean gives a pep talk where he quotes yeah. rent at these women. Um I think this is what the the part you were talking about with the believe in her vision, even if it's not oh, my yeah. own. It's,
1: he, he encourages her to continue believing in it and everybody, yeah. you know. Put as much sub in that text as they want and Very just you know, follow their hearts. Uh and then yeah, he he quotes Rent just a little bit. somebody's like, did he just quote Rent? And like, not enough to get us in trouble. It's okay. Uh,
0: I love their, and, their team chant is they all put their arms together and they're like, Go spacers! <laughs> and they do. Which the just, thing. I was
1: like, oh, lol, okay. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't think the ghost facers would be a part of Carver Edlin's work. Because the ghost facers are just a separate en- entity that exists in this world. <laughs> Like, I don't know if they made the novels. They would probably would be very into themselves if they made the novels. Like, they had a web series, so d- these girls are all just into that web series? <laughs>
0: The, uh, the Wikipedia also helpfully pointed out that, uh, the books never had the last name Winchester in it too. So th- like, how would the play know that? So they're, they're, they're playing fast and loose with some of the details from the books. I think like at the end, like, it's just real funny seeing Sam and Dean react to ghost facers. Like, Oh Jesus fucking Christ. Really? I am done with this.
1: It's such a big deal that they don't have the, the last names in the book. Cause that's how they prove to Chuck. Cause he's like, he knows their last name is Winchester and they say what their names are. And he's like, Holy shit. How do you even know that? I never wrote that down anywhere. Um, well, I guess canon changed later on in sure. later publications.
0: Yeah, who cares? Also, also, who cares? Like I'm having a great also, time.
1: <laughs> also, when Sam and Dean Winchester were on the news in season seven for shooting up a bunch of restaurants,
0: yes, and robbing a bank and doing all sorts of terrible things, and yeah, so but who cares? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Who gives um, a crap? So the play starts. Uh, Marie walks out on stage and is just kind of like stalling, telling people that there's going to be ponchos under their seats that they can, you know, break out in case it gets messy. And uh, she's stalling for so long that Dean just signals the assistant. And they start playing the music and it's time to go. <laughs> um, uh, almost immediately, Sam gets kidnapped. Um, yep. And all of the action scenes that we're we're going to talk about, I'll probably drop the second part of the music because this is the second time that we or the second song that we hear. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the action scenes that we're talking about are set to this music. So, like, imagine all of this stuff happening and the action happening, like, while a play is being put on and, like, these women are singing the songs. It's very cool. Like, it's really well Also, done.
1: my favorite moment from the television show Supernatural happens right here. It's when the show starts, Sam and Dean, like, give each other, like, a thumbs up. Like, yeah, I'm ready. You're ready. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're on opposite sides of the stage in the dark. Um and then like two seconds later, Dean sees the monster appear behind Sam. So he's silently pointing because he doesn't want to like, interrupt the play. And Sam like points back enthusiastically and then gives him a thumbs up like, hell yeah, man, they're doing a great job out there. <laughs> it's my favorite moment of the television show, the whole thing. It's so, it's so fucking funny that Sam is just like, right on, Dean. Like, yeah, it's great, buddy. Uh, and then he turns around. He's like, oh, shit, a scarecrow.
0: <laughs> and the scarecrow grabs him and just like disappears into a wall yeah. or something. Um. I, again, like this is minor detail bullshit, but I think we probably need to bring it up. Like, why would the Scarecrow grab Sam Winchester? He's not. He's trying. I guess because he's the trying. Two to keep of them the, are
1: trying to do something. Yeah, he's
0: trying to keep the play going, though. <gasps> right? Like it, the whole thing is the dude's trying to stop people who are stopping the play, and Sam is specifically trying to. <gasps> it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Chesters are at it again, boys. Chesters bungled
1: it again, dude. <laughs> oh, I think. I don't know. Maybe because is like, oh shit, those guys are trying to like kill us. We should, you know.
0: Yeah. Um Dean's kind of scrambling around looking for Sam as the, the song ends, and then Sam wakes up uh and he's in the basement with the missing teacher and the student. And uh yeah, they're they've been in there for what they say several days, and in walks Calliope, who yeah. is a and very sh- pretty She's blind on woman. screen
1: for one second, <laughs> and Sam's like, I'm gonna murder her
0: yep. and she charges her.
1: Which his hair his hair tousles beautifully, let me just say that.
0: Oh, it's a good run. Yeah. It is is it is extreme extremely good run and then, but it doesn't work she because like she's a goddess and she just like floats him back to the wall so that's she bungles her. him she does she absolutely does, <laughs> um, I love we go back to the play and um, it's a representation of the scene from it has to be season four or five where. Castiel is on the telephone the payphone calling Dean and Dean's like I just need a little sleep yeah. he's like just yeah. wait for me and Castiel's like okay I'll just wait for you right here and he hangs up the phone and just stands there and mm-hmm. like from here we go into a whole song and it's like I, the line I raised you from perdition to be God's ammunition is one of like it's the funniest <laughs> goddamn thing I've heard in a long time yeah. and no, the the, the girl they have playing Castiel is like the sweetest looking child I've ever seen in my entire life Like she just
1: looks like a sweet dumb dumb baby boy Castiel she
0: really does like she knows It so well, like I hope she. I hope she cosplays Castiel now. Like, I hope hope she actually does that.
1: Um, I I never tell you, I saw these two cosplayers once one was Cass and one was Bobby, I think. And I was like super drunk and I was just talking to them, whatever, at a comic book convention. And I was like, Yeah, I've always considered. Um, cosplaying Sam, you know, because it would be like kind of casual, I have long hair, and they were both like, mm, No, I don't think so, buddy. What I had never been more insulted in my life, what? like mm, yeah, I don't think so, pal. I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, wow. yeah, I'll go back inside, yeah, it was, it was super them, mean. Jesus, yeah, it was not nice, <laughs> they were cool, they were super cool. Uh, shout out to those ladies.
0: <laughs> um, we go back see. over to uh Calliope, uh, who is very excited because not only is she going to be able to eat the author like she's going to be able to kill the people that the, this whole thing is based on um and but she she's like he's like well why are you doing it now the play is still going she's like i don't want to sit through a hack too like it's awful i, <laughs> I can't do it again ouch uh, sorry marie
1: don't get on this poor girl
0: <laughs> i uh then we get a scene with uh marie as sam singing on stage about dean um and the song is a single man tier and in the background you can see dean making a demon deal and then like they have this cool fabric effect for the demon smoke coming out of somebody's mouth and it just looks really awesome like it looks really cool it looks really cool for a high school stage play put on by the cw like it looks really dope (laughs) like they did a good job
1: um and, like, the song is really sweet, even though it's called The Single Man Tear. It's like, huh? it's kind of touching. It's supposed to be, like, the two, like, brothers, like, singing about one another, like, how they wish they could be more like the other brother. Um, I'm like, oh, that's And you nice. know I'm dropping that
0: shit in here right now, right? Like, oh, it's that, that, so That's good. definitely playing.
2: A single man tear slips down his face. He shows emotion without a trace. He hides behind a mask so strong. Worried that he could be wrong I wish that he could see the way I see him The perfect brother, a man without sin Cause underneath the manly sheen It is my brother, a boy named Dean single man, dear A single man, dear A single man, dear That's all we fear A single man, dear That's all I'll spare I bury feelings Don't show I care Even though I am haunted Must be the man daddy wanted Wish I could be as strong as Sam Place my own trail Be my own man But underneath this broken mask It is my father with all his wrath A single man tear a single man tear, a single man tear. That's
1: all we fear. And yeah, and then they've got the, like the exorcism chant
0: in the background as part of the song. oh, the chorus, it's yeah. The, oh man, that the Latin chanting is it, as a chorus is so fucking good. Love all that stuff, man. Like the music in this is just frighteningly awesome. Um, They're
1: legitimately great. I mean, the version of "Carry On My Wayward Son" is the version that Jake remixed for this podcast. Yeah, like, it's it's, true. it's so good.
0: Um. Back over to Calliope when Sam asks her, like, well, why, why, why Supernatural? Like, why are you so into this? And she's like, well, because Supernatural has everything. And she goes, she lists a bunch of stuff and she's like, but most importantly, it has family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on stage, the scarecrow shows up, and Dean like rushes out to fight it, and so the crowd is like seeing this in the background and like acting like this is the part of the show or whatever. And like a dude yeah. literally like reaches yeah. under, and the, grab, grabs the poncho, the and man. like zips up. And I'm like, word! <laughs> that dude, that he's dude's the, one dude. <laughs> the one dude,
1: the one dude. Yeah, it's funny that Calliope is the one who basically talks about like why Supernatural is so great and why the fans love it. Like all of these things, it's not just genre crap like so many other shows that come and go um i mean not to disparage any other shows um but there is obviously something special about supernatural no matter how much we might rag on it um i was just uh, earlier today i was getting a little a little angry at some people on the tl on the timeline on Uh twitter Uh i'm like i'm like a lot of people they still fucking prayed about 2019 acting like they're better than supernatural a lot Mm -hmm. of people were just like i'm too good for that i'm too cool for that with the way that they talk about it and uh i was like that show's been on for 15 fucking years i make fun of everything about that show but you shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth <laughs> because it's beautiful of
0: course yes of course um so on stage dean the real dean gets gets thrown around a little bit um the sam real sam and calliope's been kind of messing him he has dropped his his blessed uh stick or whatever yes yeah, uh, um a girl caught co- grabs a copy Buggles of it again a girl grabs a copy of a book that's, like, important, and now I can't remember what it is. Um, I don't know. She fucking domes this lady, though. Nails her. Yeah, like, just knocks her the fuck out. And then the teacher is able to grab the, the stake and throw it at Sam. And simultaneously, the scarecrow turns around and looks at the author, looks at Marie, the director of this play, right as Sam squares up against the scarecrow. And then at the same time, I think the I think Marie screams something like, no what is it no girl moments or no no no, stabby, chick flick moments. no chick flick moments and she rushes the scarecrow right as sam rushes calliope they both stab the other at the same time which results mm-hmm. in both of them exploding in purple goo that coats yeah. uh somehow not sam but the entire front of the audience <laughs>
1: yeah i was like why aren't they mad
0: <laughs> everybody <laughs> like, fucking loses their shit they're like this is the best thing i've ever seen this is great
1: yeah uh, I mean, she did warn them to put the ponchos on. She did. Um, something I, I almost didn't notice is when everybody starts clapping and Maria's standing there in her Sam outfit and Dean says, take a bow, Sammy. And I was like, that's so sweet. He just called her Sammy. Like, mm-hmm. that's this little tiny moment that they wrote in there that, like, I, I feel like that means a lot to, I don't know, the characters. It was just a nice, it was just a nice moment.
0: Um, the book that the the kid used was Homer's Odyssey. And apparently Calliope was said to be Homer's muse when he wrote that book. Oh,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. I found a new wiki. I don't know if you can tell. I've got some more facts about Supernatural this
1: episode. Remember on episode two of the podcast when I, or episode one, excuse me, when we we covered Wendigo and there's a book that is shown in the first shot of that. I remember like looking up what book that was, Mm -hmm. finding out what it was about and being like, man, this podcast is going to be great. I'm going to do cool research.
0: And we definitely don't do that anymore. We
1: make jokes (laughs) now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now we talk about the Chester's nutting blood, so yeah. good job, everybody. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, here we are.
0: So um, everything explodes. Everybody claps. Um, everyone's having a, a great time. Um, <clears throat> Sam and Dean, the actress, take a bow, and then it's intermission time. Uh, the assistant tells Sam, real Sam, that he would make a, a pretty good Dean if he got a different haircut, which I think is yeah. kind of funny and, and mm-hmm. almost kind of poignant in a way because of how much Sam aspires to be Dean sometimes.
1: I think so. I think so. Because um, at first you can tell he's like, what the fuck? I'm you know, I'm Sam, not Dean. But I think there is kind of a, a something in that where, like you said, Sam has always aspired to be like Dean. Now we could take it with the fact that they're trying to compare them as like how monstrous each one of them was. Um, while Dean was a demon, there could be some sort of little subtext there for for us if we want to pull it out. Like, oh, Dean's, or Sam's just as evil as Demon Dean was, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, it, this is, that's a compliment that she doesn't even realize she's giving Sam. Um, yeah. because regardless of anything else, Sam always looks up to Dean.
0: Um dean and marie have a moment and uh she dean says, you know she did really well and that this whole thing has been very educational like seeing this story through her view and it's very quickly apparent that she's become to believe him that he is the actual dean and mm-hmm. uh um, he tells her like i have my version and you have yours and she says well hey you should definitely have the the samulet back uh, because you should have never thrown it away and he's like i don't need that to remind myself uh to, i don't need that to remind myself of my relationship with my brother and she's like just take it jerk and she and he looks at her and says bitch like almost unconsciously. and then yeah. like and then like has a moment it's, of like wait how, what oh shit <laughs>
1: i just called the 60 year old girl bitch like I'm, I'm sorry but she's like no i get it i fucking watched the show you idiot
0: and uh <laughs> and i know i call out like the using bitch as a pejorative a lot on the podcast I don't, I don't think this qualifies at all like it's a really i think this is actually kind of a sweet moment for both of these yeah. people in a weird way and yeah. even though because like, he,
1: he honestly he he looks at her almost like it doesn't take much for Dean to to just to see Sam in her, and which is like a compliment to her, because obviously he really he loves and admires Sam. So there, there's just when he called her Sammy a minute ago, and then accidentally calling her a bitch now, yep. it was just like he was seeing he was seeing that same kind of camaraderie that he has with his brother, um, which I think that she would appreciate because so much to how much he
0: likes Sam. And then Sam and Dean start talking, and it's almost like they're gonna have a BM moment, and mm-hmm. um, they. Um, they are interrupted by the BM moment on stage that's happening in the car.
1: <laughs> Dean is like, oh, it's the BM moment, <laughs> and, and Sam course, is the same thing that Dean did earlier in the, the bowel movement scene?
0: Um, by the way, never order a uh, Blue Moon around Autumn Greer if you can help it, because then she will tell you, and she will pester you for the rest of the day and say, oh, I can't believe you wanted to have a BM in your mouth, and then just, <laughs> and it's just, you, every time you take a drink, she's like, oh, you put some more BM in your mouth, huh? So It's a real fun joke that my wife does yeah. to me all the
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> I ne-
1: never would have thought, I'm not going to have to do that now course um so on on stage sam and dean say just the two of us you know two of us against the world or whatever and uh, this they could start have singing been so, just the two of us
0: from just uh
1: the, yeah two of um us. this could have, have been so this could have been so cheesy and corny and it is but i still really love it i love it. it too i love um, it too man it's so good they say that on and then and sam nudges dean he says what she said and he says it in this way of like I fucking mean it dude I know this is corny But we're at the theater And this is how people get When they're at the
0: theater the, um, And now it's time For the, the, <clears throat> the main part of the play uh, Which is the, all of the cast coming together And singing Carry On My Wayward Son Carry on my
2: To get a glimpse beyond.
0: you've heard we've, we've played the remix that jake has made um and i'll probably drop the song in at some point during this podcast but it's a it's a p- acoustic piano version um they have the actress that plays mary in the play she's singing it she has an extremely high-pitched voice and it's very very pretty the rest of the cast like comes in and they, they do a rendition of it and it's you know bobby coming up in a wheelchair and standing up it's castiel and it's this Weird looking guy in a in a grunge jacket, and Dean and says he's like, "Who is that?" And the the assistant is like, "Oh, that's Adam. He's trapped. He's still trapped in the cage with Lucifer. Like we haven't seen him for years." And like Dean and Sam look at each other like, "Oh fuck, I guess family doesn't really mean as much as we thought it did, huh?" (laughs) Uh,
1: The way she says it too, she's like, "Oh, that's Adam. John was just John Winchester's other kid. He's still trapped in hell with Lucifer." (laughs) Like the, the, the dot dot dot. Like between everything, it's so good. But yeah, this song as they sing it. Is really moving. I We've heard "Carry on My Wayward Son so many times. And over the years, before we did this podcast, during the podcast, I've listened to the lyrics of that and said, oh, this kind of applies to Dean. This kind of applies to Sam. This is a really fitting song. But then seeing somebody dressed as Mary... Singing "My Wayward Son," like her actual sons, Mm -hmm. it's really hitting like the nail on the head, or like you know, it's it's oh, it's on on the nose, like it's it's so on the nose, nose, but it works.
0: Like I'm totally here for it, yeah.
1: And it's it's incredibly moving. And they do a slow zoom on on Dean, a close up of his face, and they do the same thing with Sam of just them watching it with like you know smirks on their faces or whatever as they're just kind of taking it in. And it's almost like the Winchesters getting to reflect on their lives and be proud for half a second, or or I don't know, just just take it in, in some way, and, and to see that something that they've done matters, and I think as the audience, we can kind of look at the same thing, and, and that's why you and I both probably get emotional, you know, it, it's so on the nose, but just this rendition, while seeing them in this environment, and being reminded of everything that the show has been, everything that these characters have gone through, um, everything in, in a way for me, like everything that we've like done on this show, like all the great memories of recording this podcast of watching the show over the years, all the people we've met. Like, it's just one of those things that looking at that scene got to remind me of everything that I've gotten from Supernatural, as well as reminding these characters kind of everywhere that they've been. And it all was just, it's a very, it's a very powerful song and a very powerful moment in what could have been, you know, a cheesy thing, but I think it comes out
0: just so well. And notably, uh, you know, as you were talking about this, I was thinking, like, this is the first time that the boys have actually, on the show, listened to "Carry on My Wayward Son. Mm-hmm. Like, normally when we hear this song, it's set to uh, On the Road So Far um, at the end of a season. And a lot of it is action-packed, killing ghosts, cutting heads off, you know, chopping shit up, shooting, diving through windows. Like, it's an action thing <clears throat> that gets across emotions and of, like, what's been happening throughout that season. But it's very much of, like, look how badass these dudes are. Whereas... Yeah. Taking away the the hard rock part of it and turning it into this kind of melodic um, acoustic version almost. I don't know if you can call it acoustic if it's just a piano. I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, but like a turning yeah, it into uh, like a piano led instead of a guitar led version, It's it slows it down. It makes it sweeter. And it also like, it you know, as the things that they're showing on stage, it allows them to contemplate their lives, like you were saying. Also, Chris, I, I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but. This is the first time Supernatural has actually done an AMV, right? Like this is like an in universe AMV, right? Like <laughs> right. this is this is the thing. Like if you were if you watch like really emotional AMVs of Supernatural, you get, get like this is the thing stuff that really works on yours. you're like, "Oh shit." Like I you know, I can't believe that they said this to each other or whatever. Like it's 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 kind of I don't know if that was on purpose, like a meta thing? Like it's probably not, but it seems yeah, I don't that way. know. I don't
1: know. It's just it's such
0: a strong
1: emotionally resonant thing it, ju- it does really seem like a love letter to the show and to the fans and to all of the investment that's gone into it um i don't know i just it always it always gets me going when we get, gets me going uh when we <laughs> gets me see, hard as a rock <laughs> yes dude nipples fucking chafed against this t-shirt right now <laughs> gotta get my nip um, band-aids out <laughs> gotta get them out the chester's bungled it again um when we get to look at you know mary and john and like that same um thing that we we saw on every road so far for like season one where john is like yelling take the baby outside and run dean go whatever um those same things that repeated so many times and kind of became ingrained in in the watching the ritual of watching supernatural and just taking those characters back to that route um where they are now with dean was a, a demon two episodes ago and just kind of drawing the circle back to where they began and and looping it all together is it just works so well. I know we keep repeating it. It's just, I want to, I want to, you know, take a minute to to break it down. It's, it's a great moment. And
0: then the, the, the penultimate scene in this, in this episode is uh, Dean and Sam in the car. Dean pulls out the kind of fake Samuel and hangs it on the rear view, which is very sweet. And then we see them riding off into a, a very obvious, like staged sunset in mm-hmm. a way that we don't normally see. Like it's obviously fake and very theater driven, which I think works for the the episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Very, very It's It's just, just a very cool thing, um, and then back to the theater. We didn't, we didn't talk about this, I don't think, but um, at the beginning of the episode, when Sam and Dean show up and present themselves as FBI agents, the Marie, the director, thought that they were what they keep calling a publisher. Uh, to, to like because she had a ticket waiting for a publisher. Like I I don't know why it's a publisher. Like that doesn't make a lot of sense for me. But like I, I assume that was like a movie critic person or something. Like you know I don't what know I'm if
1: saying? They publish plays?
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't get I this. Know. But uh, the last scene is um, the assistant saying, "Oh, somebody picked up the the publisher ticket," and he's re- he's standing right over there, and she rushes over and is like, "Hey, I know there's problems in Act Two, and you know I think Act One's really solid. Thank you so much for coming." And the camera pans over, and it's our good friend Chuck who tells her that she did a good job. Yeah,
1: um, wasn't back. expecting to see him Everybody. again, but <laughs> Chuck's back here. He is now. I'll say I'm gonna say one thing right now. I don't know all the details, but I wish nothing against this actor. And I wish you never saw Chuck again. Same. I really liked the last time that we saw Chuck. Um, and lots of spoilers. I'm pretty much, I think aware of everything. Um, and regardless of any of that shit, I just, I wish that they had left well enough alone because it was really well done. And it was a question and it was a discussion topic for a long time for supernatural fans to wonder, Hey, what's the deal with this? What's the deal with him basically disappearing at the end of season five, like vanishing. Um, it, it was really great, and even that at the t- at the time, I was still like, "Oh, I thought he was just like a regular guy." I guess we that's not a thing anymore. But even still, that big old question mark—I wish stayed a question mark forever.
0: Yeah, I like the I like him as a prophet, and him being like taken into heaven. Like yeah. that's that that's that's always been my canon on on the the ending of Chuck. Uh, bringing him back like implies some stuff that I'm not quite ready to to get into just yet um and i you know I, I love the actor to death i think he does a great job on the show and i know he's he's really great like in the real world too so like you know he's a he's apparently a very nice yeah, dude yeah. uh i just man I, I i they could have they could have ended this with the ride into the sunset scene and i would have been totally happy like i would have been totally fine
1: um and so this is now the second episode of the season that we're ending with here's a thing um that you can forget about because remember when they introduced uh rowena is that her name like five episodes ago at this point
2: yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are
1: they gonna like i know if if i didn't already know that that actress was like heavily associated with supernatural now there is absolutely no way that i would remember that that scene took place absolutely no way
0: not at all like if we weren't doing the podcast about it right like we would like if we didn't if it wasn't our job to start like to to talk about every single scene in supernatural like we would have no we would have no fucking clue it happened because even
1: um, as a fan in season 10, up until this point, I was still watching every week. Um, even if it wasn't the, the night of, I was still watching it every week. And I would not have remembered her whatsoever. When they brought her back, I might have gone, oh, okay, I think I remember that. In fact, I think that I let a few episodes build up and then, like, after this, and then caught up and was like, wait, who is this? And I felt confused because I thought that I was supposed to know who she was, but I didn't. And then I thought I missed an episode. It was a whole thing.
0: I, um,. Now that we're at the end of the episode, I do want to talk about something that we kind of we kind of skimmed past. Sure. Um, the the scene where the assistant tells him, like, "Oh, that's Adam," you know, he's he's the third, he's John Winchester's third son, and da 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 da, like delivers all that stuff. And Sam and Dean share a look. I remember very specifically, like telling Autumn, like, "Oh shit, we're finally going to bring back Adam." Like they're <laughs> they are going to realize, like, because it made it makes a lot of sense. And I'm only talking about it because I want listeners that are. I want listeners that are that are, are that are watching the show along with us to just know, like, and not even worry about it, because I spent so much time worrying about it. Like, it mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Like, Adam does not come back. Like, it's not going to happen in season ten. Like, it's just he's not he's not a dude in the show anymore. Right. Um. Right. But like, I, I it would fit in so well with me, so well for me that they had had all this conversation about family. We've had all of this reconciliation li- between the, the two brothers, all of the stuff that they've gone through and, and, you know, rediscovering themselves as brothers almost. And then realizing like, Oh wait, we are such hypocrites because we believe in family, but we haven't tried to break out our third brother because daddy took him to a baseball game, and we got we got a yeah. diary. Um, yeah. And I really thought that that was going to be the hook of the rest of the season. Like I thought, oh shit, like this is going to be the big bad, right? Like we haven't really like we got the K- the mark of Cain. Maybe that's going to somehow get him into hell or get him in or out of the cage. Like I was, my mind was ablaze with that's, possibilities. And I was there's sh- so
1: many good ideas. But you just put something into my head. I was talking to my coworker the other day who said yeah they're trying to bring back you know a lot of old favorites and stuff if they can for the final season at least you know a little thing here or there they're you know trying to whatever um and they said yeah they apparently they even want they were considering like doing something with adam bringing him back i don't know if that's true if that was just something she read online but just putting in my head the idea of like the final mission of sam and dean is let's go get adam out of hell <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> like, right like like th- we gotta we gotta make this
0: right <laughs> I mean at this point like he would fucking hate you like unless you pretend that it's 19 or 2000 whatever it was 2009 right like yeah. then you should just you should if, unless you can time travel that dude back to 2009 and save him he's gonna be so mad at you when he wakes up and realizes he, a decade of his life is now gone
1: also all the trauma that Sam had after like six months in there oh, oh man. man it's been Jesus. a couple years for yeah. Adam sorry
0: only dealing, we only have 20 episodes in last season I don't want to I don't want to spend any time on fucking Adam Jesus I don't Christ. want Adams yeah no thank you anyway but yeah I was I was extremely excited about that i thought that was going to be the hook of the entire season and it wasn't and i was super disappointed so i just wanted to to, to to get that out of the way because boy did that cause me to think that a lot of season 10 was bad because of my expectations of all of these cool ideas i had in my head so yeah yeah
1: um any the last thoughts? cast in this the the kids are all mm-hmm. fantastic in this episode yep. everybody does a really great job the songs are amazing yep it's great all the way around
0: um i'm looking through trivia stuff and all of it's kind of boring so no big deal um the boys are staying at route 200 hotel and room 200 that kind of stuff like they they lean into it yeah yeah um yeah thank you everybody for listening we very much appreciate yes. it uh thank you to everybody that's been DMing us or adding us on twitter or writing into the email or um, we don't really get a lot of facebook stuff um randomly enough which is fine because i hate looking at facebook anyway i don't th- chris you don't even have a facebook right like you're not i
1: don't yeah i don't i was worried it was stealing my information but it's okay because my information is probably already stolen anyway. totally
0: already stolen yeah um they're stealing your information with your deactivated facebook account that's how bad it is um, no but thank you for everybody listening and writing in and talking to us it's been really really nice to get messages from people um thank you to the patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week if uh, if you were able to consider consider donating some cash over there and you get some cool rewards you can talk to me on twitter at jg greer chris you are
1: i'm at local bones
0: you can talk to the podcast at motw cast you can find links to all of that stuff that i just talked about at monster of the we will back be back next week <laughs> I hadn't actually read this until right now. Dean gets a surprising message from Bobby's cell phone. Oh, no. Hi, <laughs> everybody. Bye. is it from the cell phone or is it just does he find it on it i don't know what that i don't know what the yeah thing. he
1: goes through it he's reading some old messages on bobby's phone some some of that foot shit that he was into that we oh, found yeah. out about sure. yeah, yeah. um i really liked the next episode the one that we're about to cover mm-hmm. i don't know if it holds up i don't know if it's good but at the time i remember wa- i must have watched it more than once watched like two or three times i thought that was really funny and i bet it's fucking not because there's no way that i got two in a row that are actually good but
0: we'll see I, uh, I, I'm reading the description now, and I have no memory of this whatsoever. Like, I have no fucking clue what this could be. There's a
1: line where an older woman hitting on Sam, which is obviously the thing. She says, um, something about, like, an older women, like, women, they age, like, wine or cheese, and Sam says, I'm lactose intolerant, and that just <laughs> <this> was like... <laughs> <laughs> Sam not knowing how to rebuff an older woman and saying that. I was like, this is the most relatable thing I've ever read in my entire life. Thank you, Sam Winchester.
0: That's really funny. I think that yeah. a lot. Yeah.
1: I can't wait. Um, all right. The Chesters' lives took a turn for the weird because Edland, a.k.a. Chuck, wasn't just a bad writer scribbling about wendigos, nipple play, and gigantic darks. No, this fellow was a prophet of the Lord, to say the least. Um,. The, uh, hold on, hold on, give me a second here, Jeremy. Oh, no,
0: please, take your time. Be Don't worry about it. A problem I problem. just realized I haven't been recording this entire time, so you have plenty of time. Oh, cool. Okay, here we go. <laughs> wow, you I just be, made it. I, You did not freak out about that like I thought you would, and I was just joking. I thought you'd be like, what? We have to do all of it over again? <laughs> now I'm
1: re- I'm recording. <laughs> you get all my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all my half of the stories. Just, uh, okay. <laughs>
0: and <laughs> kind of then you talking it and it just like canned laughter like studio audience
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> laughter
1: oh please laugh okay um oh boy
0: man what is happening
1: man i've been trying to get this mic to work for several and i didn't plug it in uh
2: Still not using the right. What the fuck is wrong with me today? Uh, okay.
1: Alright, there we go. I got it working now. Hey, Jeremy, I figured out how to use my microphone. Episode 136, baby, here we go. <laughs> I'm like fucking, oh my god, I'm flipping all the switches And what in tarnation's going on here? Christopher, you didn't plug it in, you buffoon.
0: You did something weird. Anyway, what's up? You fucking chilling or what, dude? I'm chilling. I was, uh, I just got the idea to, um, do another, some more, like, soundboard shit. And I was just about to start adding, like, various versions of, uh, Torn into the soundboard. But I don't know. I I don't remember how I set any of this up now. And I don't have anything downloaded. And then you came on the mic and I was like, well, I'll save it for another day. Dude, I just had
1: some curly fries and. I kept saying, I'm going to stop eating these curly fries. I'm going to go do that podcast. But I kept fucking shoving them down my gullet. Dude, I couldn't stop. And now my mouth is all tingling because they were spicy curly fries.
0: What, um, what is it just just straight up curly fries? They have some seasoning or some like some chili and some cheese on them? What, I mean, what'd you, what'd I just,
1: they're, they're just frozen ones, but they have seasoning, like, on them. I mean, it's nothing, like, fancy. It's just, you know, it's just you boy eating some curly fries.
0: Okay, all right, all
1: right. On a Thursday afternoon. Sure
0: like like you do.
1: Mhm. I was remembering when I was in college and I got a um when I lived there you have a meal plan that like goes along with your uh room and board or whatever. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I got like I don't remember how old, it was so long ago but you could go to like the cafeteria every day and get like three meals and you had like x amount of meals for the semester or something like more than enough you'd be fine. Um but you also had or you, my parents put like like, a hundred bucks on, like, another card that I could use to just, like, get other stuff at the school. Like, if I ever needed something in an emergency or whatever, I could just use this card, because I didn't have a fucking job freshman year of college. Um, and I exclusively used that, that card to buy curly fries at the uh, cafeteria. And it would always be, like, 10 p.m., it'd be the only thing open. And it would be as if like oh Chris drunk college kid or something. No 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 no. I was just probably fucking reading Stephen King in my dorm yep. and it was like man I could go for some curly fries right now.
0: Dragging around uh, a hardback <laughs> copy of it that's like twelve hundred yeah. pages,
1: <laughs> weighing myself down. Thinking man, you know what I could use right now? Fucking curly fries. <laughs> so some, I spent using
0: some berserk manga as a bookmark. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> something <laughs> big to hold up those big pages. I I mean. I I went over whatever the allowance on my card was, and they were like, "All right, like, you owe us money now," which I I, I guess I had. I don't know. Um, but like, eating those curly fries tonight really really took me back to those days of just just mashing them nonstop indiscriminately at school, just really doing damage to myself. No wonder I gained like thirty pounds that semester.
0: <laughs> I don't eat enough curly fries in my life. I just don't. I, just I guess don't I don't, don't either that. now, but like uh I like seasoned fries like you put some yeah. you know some cajun seasoning on there I'm I'm all about that um and there's a uh there's a dish at a local restaurant that they call tachos which are tater tots with barbecue pulled pork and coleslaw on them Oh <laughs> right and that's that's pretty fucking tasty <laughs> it
1: Sounds like some shit right there yeah but um yeah
0: I don't eat curly fries on the reg
1: It they got to be right because you know there's so much there's so much potato in there. There's so much chance for something to go wrong. Mm-hmm. The last time I got curly fries, like f- like from a place, they were absolutely not crispy enough. Especially if you put you get takeaway from some place, you put it in a styrofoam container, oh, no, container, no, no, and no, then no, no. It, they yeah. get all soggy. Yeah, you know, it ruins your life. It ruins your whole life. Um, so these these were thankfully the oven crisped them, uh, to the perfect crispiness. I gotta say, I gotta just, I just gotta put that out there. They were the perfect amount of crispness. And they were—I mean—they were just you know frozen, frozen curly fries. So we're not talking gourmet shit here. But <laughs> when they're when they're the right level of crispy, it don't matter. It also they were spicy enough to burn all my taste buds away, so it don't matter. I'm feeling good.
0: I'm um autumn's dad has I can't remember if it's an air fryer or some Dude, s-
1: air fryers are tight as fuck. Or,
0: or there's there's it's some sort of device that because um, he on the reg we'll order like some fried pickles and then uh, and I I, I have stopped eating fried pickles. Like I just, I can't anymore with fried pickles. I'm just (laughs) done with them. And autumn will have like a no thank you bite of a fried pickle and then not eat anymore. So he's always left with this like huge amount (laughs) of fried pickles and he's like, I'm going to take these home. And then the next weekend he'll tell us those fried pickles I took home. I I, I warmed them up in the, whatever device he has, like the air fryer or the crisper Uh or whatever. And he's like, and they were really great. And I'm like, I just, I just don't believe that. I don't believe that a device could bring fried food back to life. Like I, I've My just dad never swears seen by it.
1: My dad swears by it. He got one recently and it's like, that. I'm pretty sure that's all he does is just put shit in there,
0: uh, burning the house down and shit.
1: I don't know. Um, when I, the bar that I went to in my twenties, I, I don't know if fried pickles are like a, a common thing in my area, but they were a common thing in my life because this one bar no matter who I went with, everybody was like, you guys want to do a round of fried pickles? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm here to get drunk. I don't know if I should eat fried pickles. I used to just not eat when I went out to the bar. i like, no, no, no. I only have $20. Yeah,
0: I need to save this. And if I, I have food If I, I play my cards right,
1: if I get just the shitty $2 beer that's on tap tonight, that's 10 beers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> young Chris did not <clears throat> did not know anything about tax and tip so
1: <laughs> absolutely fucking not no it was on somebody else's tab and I would hand them the 20 but it Dirt. just covers my bit please dude I had like three different groups of friends that I went to this same bar with first it was my sisters and their friends uh because I'm old, I'm like six months older than all my friends so when I turn 21 who am I gonna go out drinking with I can't go out with my pals so I just went with my sisters and their friends and then there was like a slight offshoot from from their friends, who were still my sister's friends, but also like a, they're like slightly younger, so closer to my age. And then finally, my actual like close buds that I went out drinking drink with. And no matter who I was with, everybody fucking fried pickles every single time without it's fail. Weird. I was never <clears throat> I was never a huge fried pickle fan because I'm not really a, a pickle guy myself.
0: I you know I'll, I'll, I'll eat a pickle all day long. Like well I say that I will eat one pickle, um, and then I will not have pickles. Yeah, I'll solve that knob for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do. Uh, whoa, wait, whoa. That's not what you're supposed what? to do. with pickles, my good friend. Oh um, no! But like, I'll I'll eat a dill pickle, right? Like that's that's no sure. problem. Put that on the side of a of the plate with the sandwich, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll notch on that. But I don't know fried pickles, like they're just a little too sweet and tangy for me nowadays. Like I just yeah. don't enjoy eating them.
1: They're um, an interesting thing.
0: It's bar food, right? Like it's just it's just fried, it's bar food. It's bar yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. It's you know same thing as mozzarella sticks or you know tater tots or curly fries or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm the
1: type of um, plebeian who just who. I mean, I guess maybe not so much anymore, but definitely during my twenties, I thought that that bar food was like the greatest shit ever. Just the grossest, most oh, yeah. fried is. crap Dude, I could put into me.
0: There's, I mean, it's still like, it, like I like going to a shitty diner or going to a bar and getting like shitty bar food. Like sometimes that's yeah. just what you crave. Like it's not good, it's not gr- or great, and it's not good for you at all. But like it's dope, it's great.
1: Every time that Jess and I go away to Maine, we go to the same pub that's in a hotel. Not even the hotel that we stay at. It's just kind of near the hotel that we stay at. Nice. And that's based, like, we were, we're always like, okay, tonight we'll go there. We'll do like, you know, an easy dinner. No big deal. Get a couple of drinks. Um, and then, like, you know, tomorrow we'll go drive somewhere and we'll find some new place. And we never go to another place. We're just like, yeah, you just want to go over to that? You just grab a couple of drinks. <laughs> I've told get- you
0: I've told you about this, the, the thing that me and Autumn did when we were in Rome for our honeymoon, right? Um- uh, what? So, like, we're in fucking Rome. <laughs> like, the Rome. And, uh, yeah, Rome, Comic space, adjacent. Italy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we find, like, we get there late one day or something. I don't remember exactly the situation. And I can't remember the name of this place at all. But uh, we basically stumble into, like, this little, like, franchise. Like, a pasta franchise place. Like, like I guess, like... Um, like Chili's. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe it's ch- no, like, maybe, nah, I'm, I'm trying to like, uh, like it's kind of an upscale franchise. Story. It's maybe like a five guys, right? Like it's it's like one of those. Um, I don't know. Anyway, but they, they do pasta. There's wine on the table. Uh, so it was, it was real easy to get in and out. Like we didn't have to make reservations or anything. Like they basically understood English. We could just point to stuff like it was it was easy. And um, yeah. Autumn fell in love with the joint to the point I was literally having to drag her. I'm like, we were in Rome. We need to go to restaurants, not whatever yeah. this, that would, not Pachettos or whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> like, so yeah, we 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 ate there probably in the four, day, four or five days we were there. We probably ate there three times that I remember.
1: <laughs> See, yeah, I, I love consistency. I love comfort. So once I find a place that I like, I mean, that's it's just it's a result of my anxiety, but I'm like, yeah, this place is good. I know I know what the menu looks like. I know I can get drinks that I like there. So, um, yeah, that's what we do. But it's great, though, because we, we walk down. Sometimes it sucks walking down because you're like, oh, it's hot and I haven't had anything to drink yet. But we walk from our hotel to this other hotel, like 15 minutes, maybe not a big deal. Um, it's right by the water. We go there. We eat some fucking huge food. Hell yeah. Some, some large food. And then I just, you know. Usually, I usually only stick to beer, but I just get so drunk off of like being happy (laughs) that I walk (laughs) out of there stumbling around like an idiot. Jesus Christ. Walking along the beach. Are you okay? Is
0: everything okay, Chris? Yep.
1: We're okay. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) like it was the first time we went there, like it was like three years ago now. But we went in, we got drunk, we were in a great mood, and then we went to like every single store in that town. And tried to buy cigarettes and nobody sold them. <laughs> we were like, all right, well, we fucked up, I guess.
0: That sucks. We uh, you've seen the pictures I post when I go to New Orleans. Like, Autumn's got a yeah. spot picked out, and it's it's just a little like oyster bar, and it's very touristy. Like, it's it's like right there on the on Bourbon Street, but it's, I don't know, man. Like, you sit at the bar, you watch, you know, you, you watch dudes crack open some oysters, and you laugh and joke with them, and like tourists stumble in. Sometimes they're drunk. Sometimes. They tell you stories about Jared Padalecki masturbating on video and then you just have a good time <laughs> and things are th- things are just there. But the oysters are amazing and like consistently amazing. So like you never you're never mad at it. So
1: Oh man, that story. I forgot all about that. That's
0: Yep. Yep. That was wh- and then Autumn is volunteering. You know, he has a supernatural podcast, and I'm like trying to like let's let's move to a different Stop. table. No. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get out of here.
1: Everybody at work the other day, we were joking about somebody new who was like going to be like a manager or something. Um, and I said, uh, me and my coworker always talk about Harry Potter. So I was like, well, how does she feel about Harry Potter? You know, which house is she in? This is stuff we need to know before we start sure. working with this lady. Mm-hmm. Like, forget her like work experience or anything. It's like, what does she think about fucking Harry Potter? Um, I was like, what does she think at the end of Game of Thrones? We need to talk about it. Um, and somebody said, like, oh yeah, like what podcast does she listen to? And someone goes, like, yeah, because Chris is the podcast guy. And somebody else agreed also, and for a moment, Uh-oh. it was like, <laughs> "Uh oh!" I just played, I just played Resident Evil Four, so this is what came to mind. When Leon is like, standing in the town, he realizes that he's surrounded by like uh, crazy zombie people with chainsaws or whatever, and he's looking around like, "Oh shit!" Um, that was me for a second. I was like, "The fucking jig is up, dude! Like this is this is the end for me." And they were all like, oh, yeah, because you listen to a lot of podcasts. And I was like, ah, yeah, that's, yes, for sure. I totally do. I am the podcast guy. You're right. You're I just listen right. to yes. lots of podcasts.
0: You just know because Wouldn't I be- talk about podcasts all the time. And I'm definitely yeah. not because I talk about my work on my podcast all the time. It's,
1: it's weird because I don't think I do talk about podcasts. I'm, like, I, I really don't even listen to that many podcasts anymore. I mostly just listen to audiobooks all day.
0: Oh, man, I was, uh, Brian Wade, uh, Texted me today and was like, "Are you listening to any new podcasts?" And I'm like, "Nah, man, <laughs> I'm not. I don't like. I listen to. uh, I'd like have my standbys that I go to. Like, uh, I'm still yeah, working right. through the 14 hours of Twin Humanities E3 c- 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 <laughs> coverage. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, although I skipped ahead to listen to their new stuff because they did a uh, like a not a not a Souls podcast, but like a Souls like podcast that was. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about a bunch of different shit and uh, fucking Patrick Smith calling me out on his podcast. Oh yeah! I swear to God. Um, uh, what was CJ saying about like <laughs> you miserying
1: miserying me? Oh something? yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah that, yeah, that was around the same time. Uh, yeah, like he he was gonna make a movie that's uh, oh, yes. where I where, where <laughs> hold on yeah where you, I you, I beat you and I convince you to go to somewhere and then I like misery you and I just force you to do podcast on about supernatural. <laughs> that was the. <laughs> crazy uh, jokes jokes on everybody else or ch- jokes on me i signed up for this it's true i didn't have to do anything i didn't have to do anything at all i was just like hey you wanna yeah yeah sure let's do it
1: so speaking of houses okay fire emblem three houses
0: <laughs> i really thought you were about to ask me how my home reconstruction i was like was i can ask jeremy about dope. his kitchen i could take segue. I could take, the, segue
1: I could take the opportunity, but.
0: Fire Emblem Three Houses. Are you going to get it? Of course not. No. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> never, never played a... I've, I take that back. <laughs> I, um, I played... Um, I had a 3DS. Uh-huh. And uh again, mentioning our buddy B. Wade again. He was like, oh, there's a new Fire Emblem demo out. Uh, but it's only on 3DS. And I was like, well, that's shitty. Like, I don't feel like finding my 3DS. But I found my 3DS. I charged it up. I went through, like, the extensive update process so I could of update course. the eShop. I downloaded the demo, and it was like, it's 17,000 blocks! And I'm like, I don't know what this means, so fine, yeah. whatever. Hopefully there's enough in there. If not, delete Zelda. I'm never gonna play that again. <laughs>
2: Hopefully there's enough blocks in there. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Like, what the fuck, Nintendo? Like, get, get, with the, get with the program. Um, And then I downloaded this demo, and I played it for, like, three minutes, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a turn-based game with, like, anime characters. Why am I playing this? Why do people like this? And, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why you're saying that in such a dismissive way, because it's- it's um, actually art, hear me.
0: I mean, it's look. It's a turn-based. It's a turn-based combat game with anime characters and relationship building. Okay. And you, either um, either you're gonna say that in a dismissive tone, like I just did, oh. or you're gonna say it in an extremely excited tone, like you are. Like it's it's okay. just who we are.
1: First of all, uh, it's a tactical um, role-playing game. First of all, uh, there is uh, wait, no. There, there's, you're not, it's know. not a role-playing I game. I don't fucking know. It's not an RPG. Let's, let's let's What, do, what do you think JRPG stands for? <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know. Japanese
1: Robert Pattinson guy. Yep,
0: that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that was the uh, that was the first name of Terrence House before they came across to Terrence House. So.
1: Speaking of Robert Pattinson, <laughs> speaking of three houses. <laughs> also, I just say Terrence
0: House instead of Terrence House, which is a whole I'll different program.
1: I'll let you have it. It's <laughs> Fire Emblem Terrence House. I don't know. Um. <laughs> that's an
0: early contender for an episode name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... Well, I was like, going to say? How has nobody asked us to watch Twilight? That's what I'm. That's what I want to know. It just feels like there's certain things that are like in the wheelhouse of like Chris and Jeremy. Sh- it'd be funny. Should to be do covering this. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not suggesting it. I'm just saying. I'm. You know, I don't get it. How is no one said it? Yet?
0: I was. Um, me and Autumn went to lunch today. Um, man, I had a fucking sweet ass pepperoni pizza. Oh hell yeah! Uh, she had a chicken shawarma pita. It was extremely good. Um, and I, and we both have leftovers. So after this podcast, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to go eat some more pepperoni pizza.
1: Yo, call her dad, put it in the air fryer. Got to put it in the, the air fryer. Um,
0: this place with the pepperoni pizza actually gives you a little <laughs> card that tells you, explains to you how to warm up cold pizza in the proper way.
1: Incredibly considerate.
0: Yeah. Um, which I, I actually did not know until I read this card. Like you, like, what it's, does it say? It's the pan method where you, um, you put a little water in the pan and then you like put the pizza in the pan and you warm it up on the cooktop and um, and, really? the, and the steam softens up the toppings, and the the pan the pan like kind of sears the bottom so it becomes crispy again and if you do it in the microwave, it's just shitty. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you so. okay
1: so you don't you don't even put you don't
0: even put the pizza on the pan no, you put the pizza on the pan like it's in a pan on top of the stove
1: okay. Okay.
0: And then you, you, you put a little water in there, like, so it can make steam, which will, okay. you know, kind of moisten yeah. up the the toppings. Anyway, um, all of this <laughs> is to say, is we were talking about uh, Patreon stuff, um, uh-huh. and she was she was kind of pitching the idea of having like a a third Monster of the Week's present slot, kind of, but making it like totally freeform and basically anything we wanted it to be. So, like. Chris writes a a ghost story, like a ghost short story, and he reads it, and that's a podcast or uh, we we make like f- four weird songs about supernatural and release that as a thing you know what i'm saying like just <laughs> yeah no, or, or, or we idea. do like an amv or something but we have like a <laughs> we have a slot for yeah what she kept whatever. What she kept calling hunk chunks and i was like listen i already used hunk chunks and nobody nobody <laughs> nobody bothered nobody cared at all and she was like i don't remember that and i'm like see <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was going to say which one's hunk chunks yeah, i remember yeah. hunk chunks but
0: that was when i was uh, thinking that people cared about listening to the outtakes by themselves
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So.
0: They, and guess well, bring what, Chris? Back. Bring Hunk Chunks back. Chris, in 2020. Chris, they don't care. So They don't care. But I they thought that might be, I a good, you... it might be a good next goal for us. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. So. You brought Anyone listen to people these outtakes, stuff. I guess.
1: Yeah, let us know. I yeah. can finally go freeform. Uh, I can finally read my beat poetry about Robert Pattinson.
0: <laughs> I really want you... What were we about to say about Robert Pattinson before we got on this? What's happening with, with him?
1: Oh, he's in Twilight. That's all.
0: Oh, that was it. That was you weren't going anywhere. With <laughs> yeah, that?
1: yeah, I don't know cuz RPG, I don't know why that's literally what I went to. Oh, I
0: thought um... you were I thought you were about to talk to me about the Batman casting. I thought you were going to No, I
1: don't know. He he might make a good Batman. I don't know. Oh. I guess we'll find out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got nothing against the guy. <laughs> I uh
0: I I just I can't I cannot care about Batman in 2019. I just I just like I, there's Batwoman coming to uh actually there's a bat woman and there's a bat girl and i don't know the difference because i don't read the bat comics but i can't remember which cw property it is but she's going to be in the dc cw stuff and uh like they did a crossover show with the arrow and all that shit and she Uh showed up at the end of that and she was pretty cool and like straight up like a main character is 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 like out and gay like on the first episode which is pretty cool so
1: that's pretty bold yeah that's cool yeah um if it's not supernatural, I,
0: CW has great representation. <laughs>
1: I know. Well, it's supernatural. It's just from it's from the WB, you know, it's the old guard. It's still got some things to learn. Um what was I going to say? Oh, so I obviously I don't I don't know a lot about Marvel stuff. But whenever I would get like interested in comic books, it would only be like a little bit here and there, especially when the movies started coming out years later. I would always dip in to to Marvel and like read a little bit here and there or like Just listen to my my friends talk about different things because, you know, it is really, really interesting, even though I'm not into it. Like there's so much stuff going on in the Marvel Universe, whatever universe you want to look at. There's so much there. DC, I got I I read Batman Returns in class in college. Okay, I enjoyed that for the most part. Which one is that? Uh, Which one is Batman Returns? Is Is that Frank? um, Harvey Dent just got out of jail. So Bruce Wayne is like he's going to be reformed, right? Like, this is, this is what I've staked my career on. My entire philosophy has been, I only beat up bad guys and I don't kill them because I believe that through the proper methods, these men can be fixed and they can return to society and, you know, there can be good in the world. But then Harvey Dick comes back and he's like, fuck you, I'm a terrorist. <laughs> Gonna get you, Batman. Got um, him. And Got him. And so Batman becomes, I guess, the bat. That's like his thing. So he just like fully embraces that the id or whatever part of his brain and just like, goes mental
0: on people yeah that's a uh um that's a frank miller joint if i remember right yeah um i think that's the only dc comic other ever... there's some good stuff on dc i would i would i would shoot you towards um and i think god if maya is listening to this conversation she's probably just like scratching at her at her, your pods right now but uh because <laughs> she, cause she <laughs> is like the quintessential comic expert but uh yeah i know like if you wanted to get into any of that stuff like the um the vertigo stuff is, is where to go because that's all like Sandman, that's Preacher, that's Lucifer. Uh Which oh, yeah. I mean, I think I I just I'm mean, probably for your birthday, I'm just going to send you a bunch of Lucifer books because they're so. You sent
1: good. me the first one.
0: Did I? Did I already do yeah. that? Okay, cool. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> and I think we have we had kind of like talked like oh maybe one day we'll do you know cover it for a thing you know yeah. I'm still open to do that but H- yeah hun chunks
0: we'll do it we're we'll covering for hot chunks. chunks um but yeah like all of that stuff is a little bit more like the the universes are a little bit more self contained. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to deal with, you know, just a bunch of crazy, like, oh, it's a crisis on infinite Earths. But like, no, I just want to read a Superman story. Like, you don't have to deal with any right. of that stuff. Um, and they're all, like, kind of aimed for, quote, unquote, mature readers. So they're a little bit, right. uh, they have a little bit better theming and content and things like that.
1: I read some of sometimes fables. Sometimes there's a butt sometimes there's a
0: boob. Ooh.
1: Ooh, a butt or a boob? Not both at the same time, I hope.
0: Oh, no, no. I mean, come <laughs> on, Chris. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is, uh, is, is fables, is that, like... Is that uh, Fables is same? Vertigo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I read the first three like hardcover yeah. editions of those, those. are good,
0: that's, and that's those are some good stories too. Like that, 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 those first yeah. three were great, and then I think he goes on like a weird, um, conservative like women shouldn't control their own bodies kind of bend at the at the end of that series. It gets a little wild. Uh, I I, I dropped off of it when they started splitting out um the Jack got his own line, and then Cinderella got her own line, and I was like, or not is yeah. it Cinderella um. One of them. It was either Cinderella. I think it was Cinderella who played the spy in that. Um, I don't. It doesn't really matter. But she got her own. She got her own imprint, and I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm I'm okay with all of this. Like, I I'm,
1: played the Wolf Among Us, and I was like, is Oh, that's f- a, which a is
0: fucking dope, right? Like that's the dope game. My favorite Telltale game, easy.
1: <clears throat> and they're never gonna make a sequel, even though they set
0: it up for one. Yep. Thank you, Telltale, for being super shitty to your workers and then imploding, Woo! and now all of that IP is just gone. Thank you very Shout much out. for doing that. Shouts. <laughs> and never updating your engine while you could. <laughs> God damn, there's no reason for those games to to run as bad as they do. It's ridiculous. Uh, Supernatural, you ready to do this? Yeah, sure.
1: Okay. My ears started getting hot. That's
0: the sign? Is that the sign that the outtakes are over? Uh Oh, tingling. (laughs) Oh.